Top Shelf Fantasy. What happened, Scotty? I I can't really hear it. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, well, I, it, it's like mumbly. I know it's there, but I can't hear it when I should crack it. So I'm sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I just saw you on the on the Zoom, and you like threw your hands up, and I was like, "Did he like, just yeah, bring up the anticipation?" <laughs> I nailed it. Like, yeah, I, I didn't hear shit. That was a power crack, man. That was a power crack. Yeah, it's a good crack. Uh, yeah. All right. Top Shelf Fantasy uh, Podcast 280. Yep, we're, we're getting up there, guys. We're getting, we're getting closer 300. to 300. Do we hit 300 before or after the Dynasty weekend? You think? Probably, did, probably after. I would think. Probably after. Um, because yeah. we don't do as much after the the, the uh, seasons. Probably like a month or two. Probably like a two pods in total. We'll we'll do 20 power hours, and then. Yep. Then we'll be right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, podcast 280, uh, Thursday, uh, December 22nd, 2023. TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter X, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. We got the Rams going against the Saints. I always want to say Raiders just because I see Carr. <laughs> but. Saints against the Rams. Rams are up 10-0. Got a Puka touchdown. Um, I know in a matchup I'm playing in, I have two guys. My opponent has two guys. So um, he, he is Cup. I have Kyron. So they got down to the two. We're like, oh, fuck. He threw it a cup twice. Didn't get it. Kyron got stopped. Neither one got it, so it's a wash, I guess. Um, but still, it's, it's going to be an exciting night. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I have nothing. I, got I didn't even bet the game, so I don't know. I, think I me, did a I bunch don't... of props that I'm not going to hit, but yeah. that's, that, did, that's basic. Did they, uh, did they boost the first red zone snap again? I didn't get it, so. You're 7 and, for 7 on the year. Yeah, with that. And I'm not, I'm not going to bet it if it's not like a boost because it's like really nothing at all. Right. Like I'm not going to bet 50 bucks on it because it's like it could, like, who gets the ball first? It's like, all right, they probably got a good chance. Right. Yeah, you had that weird special teams play that ends up bringing the other team into the into the red zone. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Put on a kickoff. All right. All right. Do we want to talk about right. injuries first? Oh yeah. yeah. Always. All right. Okay. Hey, you want to read it out? Sure. The bad first. Um, it is kind of sad. We're gonna go through through this list, and it's crazy how many star players are out again for this week, or likely out. Keenan Allen with the heels already ruled out. Um, again, Herbert's out for the year. They got crushed last week, so not sure there's a rush to get him back. I think their playoff hopes is kind of out. CJ Stroud, uh, concussion, still not practicing as of Thursday. It's not not a good sign. I think it's Case Keenum. I, I don't even know who the backup is, but I was actually I just going to ask if, if the Texans aren't in playoff contention, which I don't think they are. I mean... I mean, they they are as of now, but if Stroud doesn't go this week, I think they're like, all right, there's. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna see it with a lot of these guys too. Jamar Chase shoulder already ruled out. That's a huge kick in the balls. First round pick of yours that you can't play. 
Uh, Chris Godwin with a knee didn't practice today. I don't know if it's more of a rest day. He had a great game last week, so hopefully he's good to go. Trevor Lawrence concussion. There's a lot of concussions here. Yeah, did not practice again. Not, um, it, it sounds like he is going to be out, unfortunately. Um, so that's a downgrade for Ridley Zay Jones. Actually, no, it's probably great for Zay Jones. He's getting crushed <laughs> on your bench. He always does. This is the um, week. this is the Zay Jones week. This is what it is. Yeah, it all comes down to this. Brian Robinson with a hammy he missed last week still has not practiced. Down a good sign. Nico Collins calf injury did not practice again. Roger Stevenson with an ankle still not a practice. Christian Watson with a hammy and Hollywood Brown um, likely out this week. So I just named a lot of like Brian Robinson's been huge. Nico's been huge. Jamar Chase, Keenan Allen, Stroud. Godwin last week, Trevor Lawrence. These are massive guys you need in your lineup. Yeah, but... and it, I think the I think the difficult thing here too is like not only are these star players that like helped you get to the the fantasy playoffs, there's no backup <laughs> for you to go like. So Keenan Allen's up. All right, go pick up Mike. Well, Mike Williams has been hurt for the entire season. Do, yeah. Who do you, who do you really want in Houston if CJ Stroud's it's, it's, hurt? Like, yeah, and it's it's Easton Stick there. So I was like, no. Right. He sucks. Like Jamar Chase, like Browning's been fine, but it's like he's still a downgrade. It's like I'm not gonna pick up Tyler Boyd and start him. Right. Just, well, and I mean considering risky. the fact that we've seen, you know, Drew Sample show up and you know, a couple of the a other of tight ends, it's like they're probably just there, gonna yeah. get more targets. Like that that's probably where those targets are going. I mean, as far as the, the did not practice goes, like those are always difficult because, I mean, you could probably end up at, with a game-time decision. I mean, I, I would be shocked if Ramondre plays. I'd be pretty surprised if, if C.J. Stroud isn't active. I'd be surprised to see Nico Collins go. I mean, probably same thing with, with Brian Robinson. It, I just – there's no there's not, like, a guy that's hurt, and it's like, oh, here's the immediate play. It's like, well, fuck, you're, you're kind of screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, and – if there was guys out there, the waiver wire is kind of slim, and it was pretty bad this week. I think the biggest guy was Trey Sermon, um, and, and that seems like a waste of a pick. Right? I, yeah, because <laughs> the next the next injury is coming up, right? It's the, it's the good one. So one's coming back, and JT looks like he's been back at practice. Michael Pittman was back at practice. Tyreek back at practice, which was Geno, full participant, and Josh Jacobs looks like he's going to be playing too. So, I mean, we're getting some guys back. But it's like we're losing more than we're getting <laughs> at this point. Yeah. It's just well, like, what the hell? And, I mean, Pittman's still got to pass the final stage of concussion, but it, it sounds like he's going to play. Um, So, massive for the Colts, who are still in a playoff spot or in the hunt. So, having those two guys there is huge. Pittman, I thought, died in the field. Yeah, that I think everybody hit was brutal. He walked away. I'm like, how is this guy walking? And I'm like, dude, he's going to come back. No. <laughs> like, even if he can, it's like we can't put him back in there. No, I mean, that's... So, so many fines. And I feel like the fact that he got up and walked off on his own power is just signs that, yeah, he's definitely going to play this week. Um, and I feel like he's still in concussion protocol. Just, I mean, that hit yeah, and, was and tough. Plus, <laughs> you don't really pass, though. I think you pass him on Friday or Saturday. Like, they wait last minute, yeah. I think. Um, so, I mean, if he's at back at practice, it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to toss a concussed gu- guy out there. <laughs> like, all right, Pittman, try it. You know what? We should have done that. Yeah. Um, 
All right. In other news, Falcons being Falcons, they change quarterbacks probably for the fifth time. Heineke for the rest of the season. Um, that's what the coach said, Arthur Smith. But he, we've also seen, you know, um, Desmond Ritter start two weeks ago, rest of the season, my guy. And then he just changes his goddamn mind. And we can kind of talk, talk about that. Um, the Falcons as a whole, I don't have too many shares of the Falcons this season, and I'm so happy because especially last week with Bijan getting negative points and stolen goal line work from Cordero Patterson. I don't know. Did did you have a lot of shares? No. So the only share of the Falcons I had was Bijan in uh, the Dynasty League where I took him 101. But, you know, right. my I've had a sentiment for the Falcons, and it, I've said this about the Jets, but I've said it about the Falcons recently because there was a lot of conversation. Like, Bijan is absolutely the, the best rookie running back to draft, right? And I think that one point I was on here talking about, okay, don't, don't sell Gibbs short, right? And my reason was that loser organizations continue to be loser organizations. Bijan's a great player, right? Absolutely fantastic. But you see the Falcons didn't go with the most important position in football at quarterback. And you can see what they now have to do to try and have some sort of semblance of an offense is to go find a quarterback and it's not working. They don't know what to do. And it's the same thing with the Jets. The Jets don't know what to do if it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's Zach Wilson. It's Trevor Simeon. It's somebody else. And they just keep going back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, Heineke might be the quarterback for the rest of the season. We've heard this story before. Desmond Ritter could be in there tomorrow. Like, right? who knows what's going to happen? It's loser organizations just continue to be loser organizations. And it's like Drake London gets affected. Bijan Robinson gets affected because the coach is a moron, right? I always thought it was funny when he was like, "Well, we're trying to rest him and save him for what?" Like yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. some point, you gotta you gotta use the guy. It's like you know buying a vehicle and and keeping it in your garage. And it's like, well, I want to, I, I don't want to get any dirt on it. Well, why the hell'd you buy it? Why'd you buy it? Yeah, Just exactly. buy a damn cutout of the card of the of the of the car, right? If that's what you want to do, you just want to look at it. Just just get a damn picture. It'll fucking last longer. Like I I don't know what the Falcons are doing and loser organizations will be loser organizations. And, and that's where I feel the Falcons are. Yeah, and I think I mean again, no knock on Bijan. He you toss him on a different team, he's Oh, hundred percent. A thousand yard rusher already. Eight touchdowns. Um But they drafted London Pitts the last two years before this. All right. Our, Arthur Smith is a run-heavy guy. You know, Derrick Henry, all that stuff in the past. They got a running back. London's going to suck now. Not suck, but take a step. Pitts still can't get there because they have the 101 rookie. So if London and Pitts suck, you would think, all right, that means Bijan is unreal. Top five. Neither of them. And like you said you had to have a plan at quarterback by the time they find it Pitts and London could be gone because yeah, yeah, why, absolutely. The fuck, why would you stay there especially Pitts it's like, it's like I know I'm talented I'm, I'm not OJ Howard I'm not gonna bust like that get, get me out of town yeah and I would I would think at some point that the only way that the Falcons actually address the quarterback position is probably trading Pitts or trading London 
right? Like, I, I, I think they're they're running out of options. I mean, Caleb, Drake, May are going early in this upcoming draft. I don't know if the Falcons even have any skin in the game to be at that position to draft one of them. And, and, and it's a good point, right? Because, I mean, Pitts was drafted, what, three years ago? His, his rookie option year is coming up. And, yeah, and you're I potentially I don't looking... Because they, they can pick it up now. I don't know if they did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Third I'd be, year, I'd be surprised. You can pick it up. Yeah, this year for the fifth year option. For the fifth, for the fifth year option. It just, it kind of goes back to that one of those things. It's like, then does Pitts look at it and say, "I'm not playing for this team. Like this is ridiculous. Like I'm just wasted." Yep. I, I don't know. I mean, I'd be surprised if that was his sentiment, but I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, the Falcons are in trouble. In fantasy, we're seeing these young tight ends blossom like really early. Yeah, Pitts was the easy one to one by far. <coughs> two years ago, bad year. Two years ago, even last year, to start of the year, still one one. He's still twenty two. He's a freak. Now it's like, all right, Laporta, Kincaid, McBride, they're all jumping. Now he's maybe a top five dynasty yeah. tight I, end. And I think you you might even be reaching at it, right? I mean, it's. And they oh, got yeah. two more kids coming in this year. Um, Bowers being one of them. And you're seeing, you know, I, I, I know we're spending a lot of time talking about the Falcons, but I, I, I do think it's important. It's three positional groups that are impacted here. But we look at what Laporte has done. We look at what Kincaid's done. And we look at, like, look at what happened with Detroit. Detroit let go of Hawkinson and drafted Laporta. And use Laporta in Hawkinson's role immediately. Like, mm-hmm. the the idea that rookie tight end... Now, there's not a lot of tight ends, but the high-profile pass-catching tight ends coming from college, that idea that their first rookie season is just going to be a bust, it is almost... You know, it's like a fugazi at this point. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. they, they, it's just happening for them. And to see it not happen with Pitts for whatever reason, you know, whether it's it's the Falcons, it's Arthur, Arthur Smith, it's Pitts himself. It just like this idea that Drake London and and Kyle Pitts are gonna be these, you know, the Jamar Chases and Travis Kelseys in two or three years is seeming less and less likely, especially because the the Falcons can't figure out the quarterback position. Bijan's gonna be fine. But, you know, you, you you have an idiot head coach who's not using him. He's trying to keep him healthy for what? For when? When are you going to use him? <laughs> like, uh, that's, what I, that's what I don't get. Anyway, it's probably enough about the Falcons, but, yeah, I don't know. Yep. You take the next one. I'm, tr- I'm trying to sneeze. Oh. I, I lost it. <laughs> Scotty's I, got COVID. <laughs> everyone, I, I have COVID. I'm still doing a podcast. Um, so, Craig, you don't have any excuse going forward. Yeah, I'm Craig, doing the most deadly disease in the world. God damn it, Craig! Craig cracks me up. He doesn't. He never. He always just comes in the Slack channel when he wants to say something, and then he just never comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sick again. Yeah, take the next one. It's kind of okay. Yeah, funny. yeah. Uh, so Ryan Tannehill uh, might be the starter with Will Levis, who is hurt uh, with the ankle. I don't know, like the the. Story. No, I shouldn't say the story. I don't know the the current status of this. Uh, what Will Le- Levis's status is, uh, but we know that he got hurt. Uh, I believe Tennessee got eliminated from the playoffs that that last game. 
uh, or if not, they're like very far on the outside looking in. So it looks like the Titans are going back to Ryan Tannehill. I, I mean, you're, I don't know how much of an impact this makes. I think it takes the 20 point ceiling that D hop has and brings it down to like a 10 to 12 point ceiling. Derrick Henry should be fine. And if there's anybody else on that roster that is on your fantasy team, you could probably cut them. <laughs> like you don't, you're not starting a You're not starting. I don't even know who the yeah. other wide receivers are there. Um, um age of oh, any... replacement. Yeah. Jalen Burks. Yeah. <sighs> Oh yeah, Traylon Brady. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're a hop owner, you probably start him. It's a good matchup. But him and Levis look good together. Him and Tannehill never really did. I don't think Tannehill even passed a touchdown to a wide receiver when he started for the whole season. Or a Conku. So it was like maybe Derrick Henry. I think Derrick yeah. Henry's more passing touchdowns than Trey <laughs> Tannehill does in the year. It's possible. Uh, do Derrick Henry at least? Do you see <laughs> so. Derrick Henry uh, getting some ups to catch that pass uh, last week? It was freaking yeah, ridiculous. Was, <laughs> so good. that was phenomenal. He's such a big man. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough to rely on D Hop anyway, as it is. Um, yeah. So but, hopefully you don't have to. But yeah, you did feel good though the last couple weeks though. Like yeah, even if they're down in the fourth, it, it it's a lot of not garbage time, but chuck the ball downfield oh weird he caught it is that what he does yeah just keep doing that i don't know why they they didn't you know just give d hop more 50 50 balls there there was a point in one of the games uh where i'm watching levis just scream at d hop <laughs> i'm like who yeah, the like, fuck do you think you are yeah i'm like all right <laughs> like i like the motivation and the aggressiveness but the d hop can be all right Cut me him out of here. Like he's yeah. he's a little David too, so you gotta be a little careful. Say like, who who the fuck are you to talk to me like that? <laughs> but I mean, all right. Um, the game, Rams are up ten to seven. Big touchdown to Shahid from Derek Carr. Okay, great pass. Can we just talk um, about Derek Carr real quick? Why do, I don't yeah, get why I'm, the Saints fans hate him. Like, I get he's not, like, this great quarterback. He's not Drew Brees. He's not doing anything flashy. He's better than Jameis and Taysom Hill. I don't understand and that like, fan base is hate it's not, it's not, yeah. And it's not, like, a New York type of team or a Vegas or a Los Angeles. Like, it's New Orleans. Like, it's not, like. It's a small market. Yeah. Gotta be there and fucking be good right away. Like. He's doing, I think, what you thought he'd do. Like, you saw what he did last year. Wasn't great, but, I mean, he's just... getting the ball to Alave too fucking much against my <laughs> yeah, matchup, right. um, which kind of sucks. But, all right. Um, yeah, week, week 15, 15 top, top talents. I'll take the QBs. You can take RBs sure, and so sure. on and so forth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jared Goff, 31.1 <laughs> points. Hell of a game. Only 200, 278 passing yards. But I guess when you're up that much, you can kind of uh, do that. Five passing touchdowns. Yeah, they Laporta, I mean, we'll get to the top tight end too. So um, great game by him. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 29 points, 381 passing yards, four touchdowns. Baker is a uh, – is he a league-winning 
quarterback in fantasy? He's bacon, baby. Uh, well, I, I mean, mean, it's been one week, so <laughs> but it's it's hard I mean, to give it it's hard good. to give that that title to a quarterback, though, don't you think? Like a game, yeah. I mean, because for, bigger's, bigger's for that position, ball. like yeah. if you had if you had yeah, Lawrence yeah, like, or Stroud, like yeah, that's true. Picked, he picked that guy up because I like on one quarterback leagues, I doubt he's even started. No, that's a good point. You want me to go into the running backs now? Yeah. All right. Yep. We're all uh, Okay. Just, I needed seven more points from CMC, uh, but I mean, he got 39.2. So, I mean, modest day for CMC. Uh, 18 carries, 115 rushing yards, 72 receiving yards on five catches, three touchdowns. Uh, this guy's, he's so good. Uh, if, if you didn't, if you don't watch Sunday football, if you don't watch highlights and you just look at the stats after the game, you need to go see CMC face plant in the open field after catching a pass. No, what did he do? He caught the pass, fell down, got up and still scored. Yeah. He wasn't touched. Well, he was on, he was on the frigging ground. He was on, he was on the fucking ground. Uh, so, and then, yeah, and then James Cook absolutely annihilated the Dallas defense at home. 179 rushing yards, 42 receiving yards, two catches, three touchdowns himself. I mean, James Cook he's, he's been killing it like vintage Dalvin Cook. It was unreal how well he played in that game. Um, so and we'll get to him. some bad um, Buffalo receivers <laughs> and tight ends too. Yeah. Um, it kind of shows, like, if he's doing this, Josh Allen doesn't have to do, you know, as much, which is, again, what they've wanted for years. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers, um, a nice 26.1 points on your bench. Jordan Addison, six targets, six receptions, 111 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Nick Mullen loved this guy. Uh, Jefferson had a decent game, too, but the two t- touchdowns there were huge. Um I think in top shelf fantasy, which me and uh, Daz lost last week, but Kyle was going against Squeaky Baller, and I think she had Jordan Addison because she had to. I think she like some yeah, guy started. that was out. He's like, so fucking unfair. Is it bullshit? Like that sucks. Seeing like, oh, they brought up a guy they haven't played in weeks. It also has done nothing for weeks, and they do that. But yeah. that's fantasy. Uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek was out 24.2 points, nine targets, eight receptions, 142 yards, and a touchdown. Did you see the uh, defender? Um, I think he sacked Tua, I forget who it was, and then he did the Waddle after the sack. I didn't, no. In the very next play, he went 65 yards on the touchdown, and he did his <laughs> own Waddle. Like, that's the best. Like, all right, you want to do that? Streak. Just, I'm going. Right. I, yeah, I I don't know. I don't really understand Miami. We'll talk about them in a, in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, towards the end, we'll, we'll have an open discussion. Safe uh, zone. Yeah, safe zone. Uh, Sam Laporta. Uh, so Jared Goff has five passing touchdowns. Uh, Sam Laporta had three of those. 56 receiving yards, uh, five catches, uh, but three touchdowns. Sam Laporta looks fantastic. I, don't, I just don't even know what else to say. Just he he looks so good and so comfortable in that offense. He's just a big dude. He's not just a passing tight end too. He he he's a thick bitch. Like he's, he's on the field boy. a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. God, he looks good. 
again, we tried to talk about these rookie tight ends just coming to the scene so fast. Just weird to see because tight ends were dead for so long. And the year we started to do the all flex league idea, now yeah, it's like right. tight ends. Like we did the uh, top 10 tight ends a couple weeks ago. Tight end 14 at 10 points. I'm like, usually if you have five, you're probably in the top 10. Right. Now it's like, this is crazy. It's all right. Um, like a league, man. Bottom feeding pieces of shit. Dak Prescott, 7.1 points, 134 passing yards. A pick, 27 rushing yards on four attempts. I mean, he, he was hot for the last, like, eight games. So, um, who did they play? Was it Miami? Buffalo. Yeah, they played Buffalo in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Dak, I, and I wouldn't put this on Dak either. Like, that offensive line... And the play calling looked like absolute trash all game. But worse than that, the defense looks so fucking bad. So with the very minimal opportunities that Dak Prescott had to generate any type of offense, they couldn't do anything. And it, there was not a lot of time for him to do it. Oh, he had it, no this stat line they, doesn't shock me. But I, uh, um, I mean, I wish Dows was here because he'll know the offensive lineman that got hurt and left the game. Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's a it's a huge loss. The secondary for Dallas defense w- wasn't bad. They held Diggs in check again. They actually like S- Stephon Gilmore killed it again, but they forgot to you know defend the run. Yeah, which is why James well, Cook had a, a monster game. Yeah. All right. Let's let's finish this off. I, I well yeah I get a thought on that anyway. Um. Bijan and Najee Harris lead the uh, running back pieces of shit. Uh, Bijan, 11 yards, fumble. Uh, Najee, 33 yards and a fumble. Uh, The Bijan thing is stupid, uh, but we all know that Bijan's great. The Najee Harris thing is very, very concerning. And I don't know how deep you guys have gone on Najee, but, like, he sucks. Like, he is bad. Is is bad, <laughs> and I mean, I saw a clip from last week and shows like Najee Harris has as good of vision as um Helen Keller, or something like that. Like, yeah, completely wide open hole and went to the right. Yep. Like I, I, I don't thing. care if you're good or like, you could be Ronnie Rivers if you he'd make that cut for at least eight yards, at least eight yards, or he could have been gone to the house. Or if that's Jalen Warren, he's probably gone. Right. He's just go straight, hit the hole. Yeah. Like, and we, we've talked about him a lot this year because he's been on the whole fold list many times. Just a hard guy to fold, but yes. hard guy to start too. It's one of those, like you, you, you got him high. You're in purgatory. You start him. Him. Like, yeah. And, this guy's not on the list because these two were just that bad. But Austin Eckler, I think, had four points. Uh, again, Bijan and Eckler first round picks completely shit the bed. And even this week, it's hard to even start either of them. I, I think you still kind of have to. We'll get to that. That's at the bottom. I have a question about that for my lineup. Okay. Um, wide receivers. This guy makes the list a lot. Gabe Davis, zero points, one target. <laughs> Yeah. Um, if you thought it was a Gabe Davis week this week and try to be sneaky, sorry. 
Zay Flowers, which is kind of shocking, 20 points last week. This week, 1.2, two targets, one reception, seven receiving yards. And we've seen this with him too, like huge games and then this. It's it's yeah, scary. Mean, like I'm starting him in Antoine this week because I don't have many good receivers. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think you still got to start him because you can see what he did. But, you know, it's been like uh, Isaiah likely has took a step up. I know they lost Keontae Mitchell, so that maybe helped Zay Flowers this week. I don't know. I mean, they're still in, in Lamar is still throwing the ball to to Odell. I it's it, like and Bateman you, more now too. Yeah, say that again. Bateman it's getting a yes. lot more t- targets too. Yeah, and I think this is the way that the the Ravens offense has functioned historically too. Right? Is that you know with uh, under Lamar specifically that you let Lamar go around and scramble around for nine seconds and hope that your wide receivers can get open. If you've got a guy like Zay Flowers who can't get himself open in zone coverage, you know, a lot of teams may be doing that and playing that against them. I didn't watch the game. Um, Nine seconds to run around and try and get open. I mean, it's very difficult to defend, but offensively, it's going to be difficult to continue to find your way to get open. So if Lamar is seeing the Isaiah Likelys, the Odell Beckhams, the Rashad Batemans getting open before Zay Flowers, he's going to throw the ball to them, right? So, you know, I think it's just a product of the way that the 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 Ravens offense is built. And it kind of goes back to the whole idea of like, Zay Flowers is probably going to be a good guy next year that when you think about creating your roster and you go to fill your wide receiver three spot, you want that wide receiver three spot to be a guy that's got a ton of upside, low floor, very low floor, but incredibly high ceiling, right? Like Zay Flowers is a 16-point, 18-point guy some weeks. Let let him be that, right? Let him be your up-and-down guy. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. Dalton Kincaid, two targets. That, that, was, that was Dalton Kincaid's night. Um, but we did just talk about Gabe Davis, right? Um, we probably could have tossed Josh Allen on here as, as pieces of shit. Uh, but again, like that was just a product of what the game was. I mean, I think Josh Allen had seven completions, you know what I mean? Like that's what the game was. They, they just, they, it wasn't there. And I know they were up really, really early by a lot. So there was no point to force feed anyone. In in well, they force fed James Cook. That's that's for sure. This is what I, I wanted well, to, to mention, wise, but... right? Because in we should probably mention this too. Like a buddy of ours, uh, Mahoney, was asking about Diggs, right? Like Diggs had a shitty week, and he's had two shitty week, <coughs> two shitty weeks in a row now. He's got to bounce back, right? Like last week is just a product of what the game was, and I remember watching that game specifically. And the broadcasters talking about how the Dallas's defense is not really built to stop the run. They have small linebackers. Their safeties aren't these big, tough safeties. They're more built to defend the pass. So you can gash them from running from a running perspective. And that's what the, the Bills did, right? So that's why we see Gabe Davis. Well, Gabe Davis sucks, but... That's why we see Dalton Kincaid on here. That's why we see, you know, Stephon Diggs not having a good game. Josh Allen only has seven completions, right? I mean, Gabe Davis is going to have his games, 
but he only gets one target because they only passed the ball, what, 11 times. So yeah. I, I, I don't think that we need to sit here and just like fold Buffalo or completely fold Dallas. I think you need to understand what that game looked like. I would expect Diggs to, to bounce back and, and, you know, Kincaid as well. Uh, and probably James they, Cook coming down to earth a little bit. but Yeah, they do have the Chargers this week, so start your bills. Mm-hmm. Unless they're up by 20 points in the first quarter. <laughs> it's like, all right, same thing. Right. <laughs> Which they definitely could be. Could be. Um, how are we doing the first round of our playoffs? I guess we're going to talk about that. I talked about Antoine. It's just, it's just a, a, it would just round. be a monologue of you. I'm not, I'm not in playoffs in any, in yeah, any do, league. Do, I'm do you need to go take a piss or something, Tom? <laughs> yeah, I want to go walk away. Scotty's just going to talk to you guys for a while. <laughs> Is this is this a, a sponsor plug? It would, if you were a sponsor yeah. and and you uh, would like to sell your services, this is where we would do it. <laughs> yep, go get your COVID vaccine today. Don't be like Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, do, how you doing? Do whatever you, you want. All right. <laughs> um, Are you zenning over there too? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to cure COVID. So um, I read it on a twelve year old blog so that's good yep all right um trap plays these are some you know high-end guys or guys that coming off of huge weeks that we think are trap plays and could cause you to lose uh this round of fantasy playoffs yeah tom take her away i guess i guess i i missed the memo of had huge weeks uh but anyway Tua, no, I'm putting Tia. I'm putting Tia on here. It's Tia. Tua, Tua, Tia. He, I, I don't know. I drafted Tua in a two quarterback league, and I like hate that I did it because I knew this was gonna this this was gonna be the goddamn season with him. It, I I understand that Tyreek's coming back. They go on the road to Dallas, who's got a very strong. I mean, we literally just talked about it with Buffalo. Their defense is built to defend the pass. The Dolphins can run the ball. Yes, Tyreek might be active. If he does not throw the ball 30 times, he's not going to be start-worthy. And you may not be starting him in a one-quarterback league anyway, but like if you are just, I, I don't know, I just feel like people are going to see, oh, Tyreek Hill's back, two is going to explode, and it's like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. Like that's that's not that's not something I would just bank on. I would think long and hard before I played Tia or Tua. I call him Tia when he sucks. So yeah, and I mean it's kind of shocking. He's had four games over twenty points. Yeah, you would think with Tyreek doing this, he'd be quarterback one or two or three. But yeah, yeah, he... right. Like the last four weeks, nine, nineteen's fine. 9-12. And he doesn't... And they're going against Dallas, then Baltimore after that. So it's like, ooh, that's a... Right. It's a hard, hard matchup. He hasn't he hasn't played well against good defenses <laughs> at all. I mean, every... The, the only defense that maybe you can argue he played well against was New England's. And he had three passing touchdowns. Might have been his best performance against a good defense. I don't know. I mean... I don't know. It's and still the a pass suck, so I don't even want to give him credit for that. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's a great pick because I think 
even me too, I have Tua in a Dice League Superflex starting him. I felt good about it until I'm like, shit, he hasn't been that good. That same league, we did lose Stroud and Burrow too. So we're starting, I think we're starting DeVito and Tua. Dude, DeVito's Ta- such a weird are tough. guy. You know, he's got a specific counsel for like off the field shit. I'm like, dude, you're a backup. Relax. Tommy, yeah, Tommy let, Cutlets, dude. Like, he let go of the agent. Wait, yeah. what? But his, his, his agent will remain on the field agent. I'm like, dude, like, you're dishing out all this money to pay these guys. And you're making like 100K. Like he's leaning, down, he's leaning in his Tommy Cutlets thing, I, and and I, you know I I bring it up and I joke around, but you know I would probably lean to play Tua over Tommy DeVito. But oh, like we're playing both. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's, all right, all right. Yeah, it's it, it's reflects in, in Superflex right. too. Exactly. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Superflex two quarterback leagues, you probably have to do it. But we also have Nico and Keenan Allen. Oh wait, we can't play those guys either. So we're really <laughs> fucked. You're hurting. Hurting bad, man. But all right, I'll take mine. Austin Eckler. He had a horrific week last week. I think four to five points, if that. I know towards the end of the game, he had some catches that kind of helped his uh, stock. But I mean, four carries last week, and they play Buffalo this week. Yeah. If they're down, like, it's not that he sucks. They were down by so much so early that why play him like the, there's no point to put Eckler out there tossing Spiller see what you have in him tossing Kelly see what you have in him like um, better matchup this week for the run game with, against Buffalo but again I think they're going to be down and Tom do you start Eckler this week so in Antoine I do have Eckler I also have Chuba Hubbard and Trey McBride Oh, is this for a flex spot? Yeah, or I mean, he wasn't RB one drafted, but yeah, yeah, flex spot. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so here's here's the thing, right? And with Eckler, and I feel like it's the same. Who the hell are we just talking about? Uh, Diggs probably. It's Diggs. It's like Bijan. Bijan, whoever the whoever the hell these like top players are that aren't performing, you, you do kind of have to do some soul searching at some point and be like, is it is it worth it? And I mean, Eckler's been over hundred yards once this season on the ground. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, from a start sit perspective, you might want to play Chuba. I, I, he's just really tough to trust. I mean. It's one of these things, and, and this is like when we were talking to Mahoney about, do you start Diggs? I think he asked about Diggs, Cooper, and uh, and uh, Jordan Addison, right? What would you feel better about? Would you feel better about losing with Eckler having 20 points on your bench or losing with him having two points in your starting lineup? You know what I mean? It's like... And I know it's such like a scared way to play, but I think in this instance where you get like Chuba Hubbard as a backup, he might be a little safer to at least get you like eight points. He might get you 15 and Eckler might have 20 on the bench, but you're going to feel better about it than if 
you get two for Meckler in the starting spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. That didn't help you, did it? It's too hard. No, <laughs> you so. can't you I can't mean, bench Eckler, can you? <laughs> she was got a good matchup. Last two weeks, twenty four opportunities, then twenty five. So Hubbard's getting is averaging around twenty four um carries slash targets in total the last three weeks. Eckler is not really getting that. He's getting like 10, maybe. Right. I mean, it kind of goes back to like, just Chuba, Eckler, no, but volume is king. Like, if he's getting 25, he's got to at least get 10 points, right? <laughs> like, I mean, that's what he did, and he did it without getting a touchdown. So, I mean, there's there's also that aspect of it. Like, if Chuba yeah. falls into the end zone, and let's say, you know, it goes down from 22 rushing attempts that he had last week, 22, 23, 25, and it drops, say he gets 18, 16, 16 still, something like that, still, and he falls in the end zone. Yeah. He still probably beats Eckler. I I don't know. I I think at this yeah. point I'm going with Chuba. That's what, what I have right now. It's going to be every day, every hour, every day for the next <laughs> couple of days. Eckler does play Saturday, uh, so i got to make up my mind soon. But uh, I don't know. Easton Stick scares the shit out of me with Eckler. Yeah, well, and there's there's also that aspect, right? You're they're playing with backup backup uh, quarterback, so yep. Uh, all right, so so we're doing two of these, huh? Because I I did put two in uh, just because yep, I saw too. the two columns, but uh, I'm putting Jordan Jordan Addison in here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like he just scored 26 points. I get it. I, I just I don't. They're at home against the division rival in Detroit. Detroit's got a decent defense. You got a backup quarterback playing. He's playing alongside Justin Jefferson. Like, if I had to say that Jordan Addison was going to repeat this performance, like, and put an over under on percentage, it's got to be at like 35. And I'm taking the under all day. I, I just, I don't see how we replicate these results. I could be wrong. I'd almost rather be wrong than, than right, right? Like, I don't want to see somebody sit Stephon Diggs in place of Jordan Addison and Diggs goes off and Addison doesn't, you know, like that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm not saying you should just completely bench the guy, but I don't think that you should be like, Oh, Hey, I'm gonna, you know, bench CD lamb for Jordan Addison. Cause CD didn't have a good week last week. It's like, all right, let's like, let's come back down to earth a little bit. Let's think, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and my guy is kind of similar. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Um, wide receiver three last week. Crushed it. 23.1 points. Um, 12 targets, which is great, but only six catches. But uh, one of those ones went for a big gain for a touchdown. But week 13 before the bye, he had zero points. Mm-hmm. Three targets. Played the whole game. Before that, he didn't score double digits since week eight. And that was like 14, 12, 11. He, he, like his wide receiver 14 on the year, which is great for where you drafted him. But like, he's just not, he's in, he's like a Jalen Waddle kind of guy where like, you, you know, he's good, but he's not getting you the stats. They play the Jets this week. So I think it's going to come down to earth with Sauce Garner against him. So probably a guy you're starting anyways. But if he goes up for a dud again, minus, 10 points. Don't be shocked. 
yeah, I, I didn't play him in Antoine, and it cost me. Uh, if you started him, would you have made it? If I started him, I, I would have made it, yeah. And I, I didn't – I took him out of the lineup because I saw D-Hop was hurt. And – no, I, I put him in the lineup because I saw that D-Hop was banged up or he wasn't practicing, and I was like, all right, well, I have to start Jacoby just in case that this is true. And mm-hmm. D Hop doesn't play, so I had to play him. And then I was like, "Well, shit, I should probably play D Hop over Terry since he got zero points last week." And yeah, I but think, you you yeah. can't you couldn't trust you him all to. season, no. and that that's that's the thing with with Terry McLaurin. So uh, he'll be an interesting one to talk about next year, I think. Um, what, what's the what's the deal with the sneaky start start thing? Is this like supposed to be sleeper? Is this supposed to be what? What do we? What do we do? What's, a, what's the criteria here? Because the guy I put down, I don't know that I suggest you start him, but like if you're desperate, I got a case for it. Um, I mean, it's kind of both. Like my guy is probably on benches in some leagues. Okay, so a guy Mine's that I mean, probably on waiver wires. <laughs> good, yeah, yeah. Good. Do yours first. All right. Uh, Ooh, Kyron, Kyron's down. Is he really? Yeah. God uh, damn it. I, you know, I was thinking about Kyron earlier, and I was like, I feel like he's going to be this hyper-talented player that is just never going to be able to stay healthy. He's going to be like J.K. Yep. Dobbins. Damn it. That sucks. Um, it came off, too, so concussion, possibly. Oh, all right. really? Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'll do my 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 uh, sneaky start. It's Chase Brown, and uh, yeah, it's a weird name to throw out there, and I'm sure not a lot of people are talking about it. But Chase Brown played like 20% of the snaps last week, right? And the week before, I think he played about 40. So he's not on the field a ton, and but when he is on the field. He has so much more pop to his game. And it, when I say pop, like, he's got more acceleration. He shows more speed. He shows that he can be more dynamic than Joe Mixon. And over the last three weeks, Chase Brown's, maybe his snap percentage hasn't increased. His opportunities have. And his opportunities are interesting because it's not, Oh, hey, Chase Brown's open. Oh, hey, Joe Mixon needs some time off. They're scheming Chase Brown into the offense. Like, he was on an entire drive, and they threw a screen pass to him. He came in, and he's making catches in places you wouldn't, and at times throughout the game that you wouldn't expect him to. Now, last week, they went into overtime against Minnesota. He he wasn't on the field as much. He I, I believe he's still a rookie. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a rookie. His pass protection's not there. So, like, he's not going to have this massive snap percentage or, or whatever. But it, Cincinnati's trying to get the ball in this kid's hands. Not a ton, but enough where I think if you're, like, desperate, desperate, you could toss him out there and expect six to eight points. I Like, I think that's that was kind of my thought around this. Like, if you need a desperate flex play i'd throw a dart at him and 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 maybe he finds the end zone maybe he doesn't if anything it's worth a name in dynasty to think about he's he's an interesting dude to me i the last 
three weeks of watching Bengal football, he's somebody that definitely stood out. Yeah, and he's a guy that needs one pass to break loose for an 80-yard touchdown. He's faster than the safety, so. Biggest thing is they want to get the ball in his hand, and then boom, he's gone. Right, right, and that's, uh, that's mine's... what they're trying to do, get him in space. Sorry, Scotty. Oh, that's fine. Um, mine's a little different. Aaron Jones isn't as – I mean, he's he, he's more popular, <laughs> I guess, than Chase Brown is. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he's had a weird year just – Week one, 25 points, unreal. Got hurt, missed weeks, came back, got hurt again, missed weeks, came back, got hurt again, missed weeks. Again, this is why you should just put the guy IR, rest his hamstring, and he's fine. Um, last week, he got, what, how many was that? Uh, 17 touches, 69 yards, nice. So not too bad, but good number. Um, he gets Carolina. This week, it's a very easy matchup. A.J. Dillon could be back, but, I mean, we don't think too much about A.J. Dillon anyways. Right. Um, if you held him on your roster this long, this could be the week t- to use him. Um, we could see one of those Aaron Jones, you know, 12 to 18 touches, 60 yards and a touchdown, or, 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 or three touchdowns, like like week one. Um. So I, I think if you have them start them, it's a very easy matchup. That they should be up against Carolina. Um, so you love that aspect. So it's a scary start, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's it's. I I think I think at least Aaron Jones provides you a, a safe floor, though. Like especially if you're if you're between a handful of guys. I mean, is he likely to go get twenty points? Probably not. Is he likely to get four? Probably not. Like he's probably right in that little sweet spot. And like you said, if it's eight to twelve, if you get a vintage Aaron Jones day where it's like he runs one off for for a touchdown, or Jordan Love throws him a little swing pass, now we're looking into the twenties, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I and the opportunity should be there. I mean, it's fucking Carolina. It's an NFC game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have to go on the road. But, you know, they, they got to win. I mean, I don't know what the NFC playoff, the wildcard picture looks like, but I, I got to imagine the Packers are still somewhere in the hunt, uh, you know, outside looking in. So I like it. Yeah. I like it. Derek and Court and, and Dows didn't give us one, huh? Yeah, so weird. Uh, no, they couldn't Jerks. make uh, Dows is traveling. I forget, I forget where. Christmas time. Yep. So, party Carolina. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Kyron is back in the game. I thought he was knocked out with a concussion, but uh. Well, that's. I mean, that's good for good for, for me. A lot of people. Yeah. He's a, they're, they're on the four. Let's go, Kyron. Go, go, go. Dude, he's something that won a yard of line again. God damn it! What a fucking jerk. He sucks, dude. Yeah. Oh, so before we end, we already said Kyron's name. Another waiver wire pickup that's been like the league winner i guess or so far me yeah oh you want me to answer this uh well shit i uh, i don't really know uh i mean i think puka is probably the biggest one uh i didn't the, I, I feel like the problem with me in in football is i didn't really pay much attention uh for uh, a very long period of the beginning of the season i i've watched a lot of it uh recently 
I, I would probably say Puka would be a huge pickup. I don't, like, what about most? I guess Mostert, A-Chain was, was probably drafted in a lot of leagues. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mostert was always one of those, like, take him or Jeff Wilson with your last pick. Yeah. Kind of I, I'm, I'm going to go with Puka. I'm going to go with your boy Puka. That's who you were going to okay. say, wasn't it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. No. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I said Jerome Ford before, but he's he hasn't really crushed it. Like he's getting a, a lot of titties stolen by Cream Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, we talked about this guy before, but probably Chuba Hubbard. Chuba got to be up there. Like Miles Sanders was relatively high pick, probably a top twenty RB, and Chuba's. Not that he's exploding, but, you know, 10, 10, 10, 20, 8, 9, 10. Like, I guess that's what Jerome Ford's kind of doing, too. So, um, I, mean, I don't count Rishi Rice. I know he was drafted in most leagues, but, um, I mean, he's been crushing it, too. Yeah, I was just looking at, at some guys. I, I would say Chuba's is, is probably one of the bigger ones there. Uh, Jerome Ford's just kind of eh, to me even though he, i mean he has been playing well i love Rasheed rice going in anyway so he probably should have been drafted most so yeah well yep hey i mean he was he was in the 12th. another uh-huh connection uh another great pickup late season uh waiver wire ad jacoby myers he's that's a <laughs> great, yeah, great waiver guy. I had to throw that in there. I'll never live that down. Uh, two quarterback <laughs> leagues, though. Uh, Jake Browning. I mean, I'll, th- I'll throw that one. If you play in a superflex league, Jake Browning has to be doing well for somebody somewhere, and it's a it's a late addition uh, to the quarterback position that I think is welcomed. I know a lot of people. I mean, you want to talk about fantasy players that'll lose you, Josh Dobbs, uh, and just a I mean, myriad of other other quarterbacks, Dobbs- but. Dobbs was a great story until he saw the actual Dobbs. Yeah, until he had to actually pass the ball. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's bad. All right. Yep. Uh, that will do it. Podcast 280. Me and Tom, thank you for stopping in. Stay fluid. <laughs> stay loose. Top Shell Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.